What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN but this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. <laughs> And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another edition and uh, another week of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. What's happening out there on this manic Monday? It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you in the studio, giving you uh, the uh, local sports update that you know and love from the radio. Coming up, we got some uh, local sports to talk about, an absolutely loaded uh, slate holiday tournaments there over in uh, St. Elmo to uh, talk about, the uh, Conrad Island uh, tournament there in uh, Wayne uh, City to uh, speak on, and all of the other non-tournament action as well on Friday and uh, Saturday to a recap here. And uh, also uh, we'll uh, take a look at that Illinois college basketball game that happened on a Saturday. And it just seems like every after every game, some weird comments or some odd comments in the post-game press conferences and whatnot. And we'll take a look at that as well. And we'll get you the top three moments from the sports weekend because it's the uh, Monday show and it's post-weekend. So we got to narrow down everything that happened this weekend down to two, uh, three. And we'll do that coming up here in a, a little bit. And also we got to recap our Pick'em game. And we got to take a look at the, all the craziness that happened in the NFL this weekend. And Saturday just seems so long ago. But uh, with uh, everything that happened on uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll take a look at other national sports if we can get to it and some college football uh the bowl games that happened uh, this past weekend and we got some illinois news from college football as well as two players declaring for the draft and foregoing the uh, bowl game so uh we'll talk about that at some point i haven't heard about this so i'm disappointed uh, okay. yeah well we'll talk about it coming up Thanks. we might squeeze it in there to the third uh segment uh with illinois basketball but whatever we don't get to here on the treasure hour we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some uh, form of uh, fashion, and you can download that podcast wherever you find your favorite pods, iTunes, Spotify, our website, femradio.com. All you got to do is look it up, and uh, under our podcast tab, you can uh, take a look at uh, that as well as go and explore all the other games as well from uh, our family of networks of Cumberland Basketball and Altamont Basketball Boys and uh, Girls there in the archives 
there on our website, fmradio.com. Of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without McMahon Meats, Tingling Insurance Agency, Wet Pools and Spas, Worth Computer Repair, and at the top list of State Bank. So shout out to those fine folks. All right, so uh, we've uh, set the table, and uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's jump right into it, and let's get it started, and let's get it started with what we always do. First things first. Before we get into the show... First things first. And even though it is December 19th, they find a show anywhere else in the country, daily sports show that starts off their base, their show with baseball mm-hmm. four days or four shows in a row. And that's exactly what yep. we're going to do. And uh, the uh, big uh, thing from uh, Saturday, and uh, I texted you about it when I saw that it was going down. You did. And it's a Dansby Swanson. You got a new shortstop there in uh, Chicago. And you got Swanson there for seven years, $177 million, I think it was. Yes. And uh, Danzy Swanson is the new Chicago Cub. And I think you got him for a steal. Yeah, especially with all the other yes. shortstops went for. Yes. Absolutely. Now, uh, it does include no trade, I know. It does, yeah. Um, but no options, mm-hmm. nothing like that. And to me, Travis, the interesting thing is that the Twins were in on Swanson. As we knew. Yeah. But he preferred Chicago. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to hard because <laughs> yeah. I think a big part of why he preferred Chicago was his wife. Yeah, I'm sure it had to who be. Who is, a, a reason, as we yeah. said, a soccer player for the Chicago uh, team, team there. Mm-hmm. So, to me, you know, that is a big reason why he preferred Chicago. But if he didn't believe the Cubs were trending to a contending path, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have signed. Right. Even with wanting to be in Chicago, I don't think he's going to sit there for seven years in purgatory playing yeah, no. meaningless baseball. No. Um, so, I, again, I don't think you overpaid. I think you got him for the right price. Mm-hmm. Is he who the Cubs was targeting the whole time? I don't know. Reports are possibly because we heard they didn't go hard on Correa. They weren't in on Bogarts. They weren't there for Trey Turner. So, maybe he was the guy the whole time. Maybe they knew they could get him cheap. Maybe. And the fact that once you signed him, then reports come out that you signed Drew Drew Smiley Mm -hmm. as well, which, again, I think is another good signing. It's a two-year deal. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that I have faith in this organization again, Travis. (laughs) I'm not willing to go that far yet. They still need some help in certain places. They need another starting pitcher. They need a catcher for Mm -hmm. sure. Um but I do think this is a big signing and a big signing to the rest of the league that the Cubs are wanting to contend. Right. Because they wouldn't make this signing, piled on with the Suzuki signing, piled on with the Stroman signing from last year, if they weren't thinking of contending. Mm-hmm. I just wish they would convey that to the fan base. <laughs> because they haven't said that to us yet. Yeah. With this move, Travis, I, I do feel, and, and I know you'll – disagree with me 100% because of the uh, hat you're wearing there. But I do feel like with this move, defensively, the Cubs have one of the best in inner infields with Swanson and Nico Horner, who will be moving over to second. Yeah. I do think that defensively at short and second, 
the Cubs have, if not one of the best, one of the top five defensive shortstop second base combinations, hmm. which I, I think is something you definitely are going to need. Sure. Um, I think that'll help. Uh, but again, you know, Tucker Barnhart's the name. I was still hoping <laughs> for, for Justin Turner. Obviously, yep. he's now signed with Boston, so that's yep, not gonna going to happen. To the Red Sox, um, a steal for Boston, two years, twenty-two mil. That is a steal. Yeah. Um, so that one's not going to happen. But uh, to me, I I want to be excited about this, but there's still a lot of question marks for me mm-hmm. before I can get super excited. Yeah. Now, before this happened, Travis. Mm-hmm. I was reading there was starting to be momentum from the fan base for a trade for okay. the Cubs to make. Yeah. And it's going to sound crazy. Mm-hmm. But there were fans saying that they wanted to trade for Javi Baez. Really? Baez's market would never be as low as it is right now. He did not do well in Detroit. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Javi that everyone always said is he feeds off the crowd. His worst year in the majors was 2020 when there was no crowd. Mm-hmm. His next worst year was last year in Detroit when there is no crowd. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So a lot of people were saying bring him back to Chicago. Now, I think a lot of Cubs fans would much rather have Swanson mm-hmm. than Baez back because oh, you know definitely. what you're getting out of Baez. For yes, sure. you'll get that emotion, but in an 8-2 to two ball game in the bottom of the ninth when you're losing, you're going to get three hacks at pitches oh, nowhere yeah. near the strike zone. Yeah. So I, I think you'd much rather have Swanson, but I still think that the Cubs need a bat. Mm-hmm. They don't have that bat that is a worrisome bat. Right. And so, and, and I still have question marks about first base. I'd like a first baseman. I'd like a third baseman, and I'd like a catcher and a pitcher. But at this rate, the Anything Cubs are else? the Cubs are trending to average, Travis. <laughs> they may be average. Right. I'm setting my bar realistically. At 85 wins. Mm. I'd be happy to get 85 wins. Yeah, I think a lot of people in Chicago would. Yeah, that's that's where my bar is set. Yeah, but I think that this was a, a great move for Chicago mm-hmm. is that you, you lost out on Correa just the other day. If you were on him, the, we don't know. Yeah, if, if you were even, I reported that it wasn't even offered. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, to the, the fan base that came out there and the people that pay attention to online stuff about you not even being in the mix for uh, Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this uh, shows that at least the, they're trying in the offseason and combining with those first couple moves there and then making that small move. But important move of Drew Smiley uh, there. He, he always needs stuff like that. And uh, you also get him before cheaper Swanson, that is, than all these other shortstops signed for. Correa got 13 years, 350 mil. Trey Turner got 11 years, 300 million. And uh, Bogarts got the pot with the Padres, got 280 million for 11 years. So you don't have a double digit year contract. You don't uh, pay over 200 mil. Um, and I, what I find fascinating is that, you know, reported that the Braves offered him around the All Star break a six year 100 million dollar extension there but obviously he didn't uh, sign that and he wanted to go back to the negotiation mm-hmm. table here in the offseason and then you know added on an extra year and also 74 77 million more than what the uh, Braves offered him there so uh, yeah for, from that aspect I think that was a great move for Chicago and are they going to win the central no no, no. but 
Eh, at least you see that they're they're trying here like, in the offseason after not signing any other shortstops here that you thought that you were in on. And, and again, you know, I, I think if you are being realistic, you hope for 500 this year. Mm-hmm. And you still have young players that are still coming up and getting better. Right. And you still have a lot of money for next year. Mm-hmm. When Shohei Otani, we know, is going to presumably be a free agent. Yeah. As well as that other outfield who just declared that he's going to be a free agent from Japan as well, who's the defending MVP in a, I think, 15 war, I saw. Mm-hmm. So he's he's going to be a free agent as well, and the Cubs have had history with getting players like that. So to me, yeah, uh, 9.23 war. So that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and he's the best all-around player in the league. Man, that is uh, Jung Ho Lee, mm-hmm. who says he wants to be a free agent after the twenty-three season. Yeah. Now that's still a whole year. You never know what could happen to a player. Sure, but um, at least that's something to keep an eye on as well. So I do think that this is a, a, a right move in the right direction. You still have lots of money to play with this off-season. Play with next off-season, and you're going to get more with all the contracts coming off the book. I still wish that they would sit down with Ian Happ and mm-hmm. try to work out a deal there. Yeah. I don't think they're going to. And I think we're going to get another half a year of drama of is he going to be around or is he not going to be around? Are we going to give him a qualifying <laughs> offer? So we're going to have to deal with that for another year. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to deal with that with Kyle Hendricks as well as his contract's coming up. Yeah. So... It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows in Chicago. There's still no. going to be a lot. And if Kyle Hendricks leaves, Travis, that's it. Yeah. That's it. He's the that's last it. one from that World Series team. Mm-hmm. He's the last man standing. He wins the no prize. Like, yeah. he'd be the last one. And for him to walk out the door seven years later, mm-hmm. to me, is just mind-boggling. Yeah, so. it really is. Yeah, so uh, watching uh, some highlights uh, from this article uh, from ESPN, a team that was kind of very quiet that maybe was in on uh, Swanson, but ultimately uh, Dansby deciding to go to uh, the Windy City. Very quiet this offseason was the Dodgers. I know they did sign uh, Syndergaard, uh, but they did uh, lose on Justin Turner, mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger, Trey Turner, and the only one other they re-signed Clayton Kershaw. But uh, they were very quiet while the Dodger or while the Padres and Giants made big moves and whatnot. So maybe the Dodgers are just kind of sleeping Giants and uh, saving all their eggs, uh, putting going to try to swing uh, Otani over to that side, uh, possibly. But uh, I thought that was uh, curious that the uh, Dodgers were kind of quiet this offseason. It is. Especially th- after their two division rivals, or would consider them rivals, uh, made mm-hmm. significant moves. So, um, it is. And then losing out on Swanson, who you know you thought that possibly that the Dodgers would make a play for, and they probably could offer more money, but... Um, you know, Dansby want to stay, uh, stay put, stay, don't want to move uh, that far out west with, uh, you know, the the family mm-hmm. there in Chicago there. But uh, Dansby Swanson is a, a Chicago Cub after being a, a Brave his entire career, pretty much uh, growing up in the Atlanta area there and being Atlanta through and through. And I've seen there. a lot of people on social media saying, how dare he take the money than chasing after a championship? How dare he do that? And it's like, Everyone does, like... I won, won a World Series. Right. And... What more? Like, I I don't understand. Like, 
I was the same thing with Wilson Contreras. Like, go get the money. Like, yeah. the shelf life of a ball player is very limited. Mm-hmm. Go get more money. Yeah. Isn't that what you're supposed to do with your job? You're supposed to get the most money you can for the job you're doing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Right. Dansby, hope you work out well. Yep. But I'll say the same thing I said to Cardinal fans. Chicago fans, if it takes him a month or two to get going, do not turn your backs on him. Do not say, oh, we should have had so-and-so or we could have had so-and-so. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. Give it time. Yeah. I mean, I think he's like a 300 hitter in Wrigley Field, but he's only hit one home run in his career. I mean, you're getting him more for his defense. Yeah. Right, but yeah, like what it brings yes. the potential for a yes. bat because he had one of his best, uh, if not his best, uh, year offensively. Yes, last year I believe. So hey, and now he's married, so it's either going to motivate him more or less. We'll have to wait. True. And see. Well, we will, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, the uh, season for Sunday night baseball will uh, kick off with the Rangers and uh, Phillies on April second. Is what they announced yep. there on a Sunday night of baseball there. So uh, it's we'll an have odd to, one to start off with, but yeah, you know, you'd figure Degrom would be going for the Rangers and probably the, uh, the Phillies. There finished second, uh, not first though. Yeah, so that is weird. Uh, let's uh, roll on here and let's talk some uh, local sports, uh, some uh, local basketball on uh, from Friday and on Saturday, and we'll talk about that coming up next. <laughs> From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Live and unrehearsed. Winter is almost here. Is your car ready for daily commute? Stock your vehicle with supplies such as snow shovel, broom, and ice scraper. Abrasive materials such as sand or kitty litter may help when you get stuck. Jumper cables, flashlight, and warning devices such as flares and emergency markers may help when problems arise. Blankets, a cell phone charger, food, water, and necessary medicines may also be necessary for longer trips. This is Sergeant Jerry Purcell of the Effingham Police Department. Please prepare your vehicle and yourself for the upcoming winter. Steps now may protect you and your passengers. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Hi, this is Casey from JNR Collision Centers. We would like to announce the purchase of Walk's Auto Body from Doug Walk. JNR's commitment will be the same as Doug's always was. We will go above and beyond to return your vehicle to pre-accident condition. We will work with you and your insurance company and keep you informed during the entire repair process. Stop by and see us at either Effingham location, 3241 South Banker Street or 1424 East Via Avenue, or call JNR Collision Centers at 877-525-5722. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. 
Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Peacock presents the new original limited series, The Best Man. The final chapters from the creator of The Best Man and The Best Man Holiday and executive producer of Insecure. The series reunites the original cast to wrap up all the unfinished business with new loves, career highs, parenthood, grief, and everything in between. The series explores what threatens to tear us down and what ultimately keeps us together. Coming this week, stream The Best Man, the final chapters, only on Peacock. And now, the starting lineup. Caught! It's going to be caught! And for a touchdown! No! On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in here to the uh, starting lineup, 88.9 of the game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. Let's talk about some local sports that happened over the course of the weekend. And let's first start on uh, Friday. And let's just go uh, from uh, just reading down the list here on our local sports page on our uh, website, evmradio.com of results. And uh, start off in the uh, St. Elmo Holiday uh, Tournament. It was a, a battle between Windsor's Two Straws and uh, Cumberland to find out who was going to go uh, to the uh, championship game on uh, Saturday night. And it was Windsor's Two Straws getting the uh, four-point win against the uh, Pirates there on uh, Friday to uh, beat Cumberland. And Windsor slid into uh, the championship game there against Hillsborough on Saturday. And Cumberland slid into the third-place game with the loss against St. Elmo-Brownstown. Uh, there and Windsor Two Straws coming away with the win. It's yeah. got a huge night from Hendricks. Yeah, huge night from Gavin Hendricks. Wow. And and Travis, this is one of those ones that hurt you mm-hmm. in the fact of Cumberland led after every quarter. Yeah, they led from the end of the first quarter all the way through the very start, the very first play of the fourth quarter. Windsor took the uh, tied the ball game up. They took the lead a little bit later. And, you know, the lead went back and forth six times in the final quarter. Uh, Windsor finally went up 48-46, and they never uh, trailed after that as Cumberland tried to battle uh, into it, and they just they just couldn't, uh, you mm-hmm. know. But, again, you didn't have the single-digit quarter. You had 10, yeah. but you didn't have the single-digit. But, yeah, it was Gavin Hendricks' game. He had 36 points. 36. Um, and he just he, he was didn't get the rebounds. I mean, he ended up with 10, double-double. Um, but he had to get those points because he got – no points from McGee, who was in foul trouble. Uh, Bolt only gave you four. Um, so you were really looking for someone to step up and and make some plays. And defensively, as we talked about um, on 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 Friday when we did the podcast, you had nothing for the Wittenbergs. There was yeah. you couldn't slow them down, and that was that was what ended up doing in the Pirates. But they led for a large majority of this game. And I told Coach after the game, I thought it was their best game that they've played all season long. And I was hopeful that maybe that some of that momentum would carry over to St. Elmo. Yeah, and we'll take a look at that, how that went on a Saturday in the third place game mm-hmm. here in a second. But it was Ramsey before that beat Patoka Odin 60-54 to to slide into the consolation uh, championship there against CHBC 
on a Saturday. In the uh, Conrad Allen uh, tournament there in uh, Wayne uh, City, uh, saw North Clay uh, come back and beat Sisney uh, by the final of 67-58 to uh, 58 there. Uh, 24 fourth quarter points completed the North Clay uh, comeback to win the game. A big person in that was Logan Fleener. He had 29 points, including along the way, he got his 1,000th point in his high school career there at uh, North Clay. So uh, congratulations to uh, Logan for that 1,000th point uh, there and also came in a comeback victory as well over yep. Sisney. So uh, that was uh, one of the highlights for sure on uh, North Clay's side in the Wayne City tournament. It would continue on a Saturday mm-hmm. there. Uh, but uh, Fleener will be a big part of that on Friday. Uh, in uh, some non-tournament action, we had Altman to get the win over Oblong Palhut, 75-39 over on uh, Jack FM. And uh, that was a part of Mega Knight there in Altamont, as you would have liked to have had this momentum carry over to uh, Saturday as yes. well for the Indians, and particularly the three-point shooting. Uh, Dylan Elam had 20 points in this one. He had six threes in the first half, including four in the first quarter alone. So uh, they Altamont jumped out to the 20-11 to 11 lead. There was a ton of turnovers for OPH, and then uh, they only had five points in the second quarter. They had five points in the fourth quarter as well with the running clock. Uh, there with a 30-point lead, and just pretty much everyone that got in scored. Uh, you know, Elam with those 20, Yarhouse had 10, Earhart had 10. Uh, he hit a couple of threes in the third quarter. Uh, there I said he was looking like his brother uh, out there uh, with those threes, and I think he got one on Saturday as well, or at least he definitely tried it there, and Earhart's filled in nicely with uh, out the services of Coleman out with uh, sickness. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, he had a good game. Uh, Robinson, he ended up with nine. Caden Miller also fills in nicely and nice to see uh, just working in because he's got so many players only can only play so much but uh, Miller got in there with uh, eight there on Friday and Altamont went away and uh, completed the sweep of OPH there in the uh, final game of the night there in Mega Knight with uh, ugly sweaters all over the place as well. It was nice to see everyone in the holiday spirit Absolutely. there on Friday and uh, everybody getting wins for Altamont as well. Uh, St. Anthony defeated Dietrich 61-32 and two, uh, 32 on Friday. It was Nioga over Arcola 42-39. It was Newton getting the win over Robinson 59-2049. It was Casey getting the one-point victory over Fairfield, 48-47. It was Evansville Day over Mount Carmel, 80-52. Shelbyville over PBL. Uh, South Fork over Tri-County. Uh, Tuscola defeated Argenta, 70-31. Alney over Paris, 47-43. And it was Lawrenceville over Marshall, 71-40. And Vandalia and Hillsborough were supposed to play a game, but that game was postponed due to some circumstances there. Mm-hmm. And that will be made up later on in the week. Wednesday. Uh, there. Yeah, Wednesday. Um, in a girls basketball from uh, Friday, uh, speaking of that mega night before the boys varsity game was the girls, as it was Altamont over Oblong Powhut, 68 to uh, 33. This game didn't start off very well for Altamont as OPH came out and they scored the first five points of the game. And they're like, oh boy, here we go. Maybe OPH can uh, surprise them and uh, try to maybe Altamont overlooking them mm-hmm. a little bit there. But, you know, they finally righted the ship and uh, just like the, the guys did, a lot of turnovers for uh, OPH and uh, the defense for Altamont really ramped it up there. Uh, OPH had the best first quarter 
uh, but then they had single-digit quarters the rest of the way. Uh, everybody got involved as well here in the Altamont box score as well. Uh, Grace Nelson led the way, of course. She had 24. Uh, Skyly Klein in double figures with 11. She had three three-pointers into the contest as well. Uh, Lurkins had eight, so she was uh, right there in, close to double figures, getting some rebounds and some putbacks uh, there. And overall, team great team effort mm -hmm. uh, for the Lady Indians, and it was a sweep as the boys' JV also won the game before this. Oh, nice. Uh, so it was uh, three games, three wins for Altamont there on a successful Mega Knight. Couldn't ask for much more. No. And so Altamont, uh, they improved to a 10-2 and on the season, um, and there will be a back in action. Uh, and this game actually was a change as it was originally scheduled for Thursday yes. night with Neoga, but with this being a conference game and with the impending weather uh this game has been moved up to a wednesday at a six o'clock varsity only there between the battle of the indians between altamont and Nioga. as it's still going to be in altamont but yes it just moved up to wednesday yeah such an important game you gotta you gotta get oh, this yeah. in you gotta get this one in so sure. i applaud the schools for here on this monday you know being proactive and deciding you know hey we're not gonna wait we're gonna we're gonna make sure right now that we're gonna get this game in. We don't wanna wait and see what it's gonna do. Right. We wanna get it in and if we were wrong and it doesn't do anything Thursday then all right, but at least we got the game in. Mm -hmm. So I yeah. applaud them. Right, for sure. Uh, and then uh, some other action on uh, Friday. Uh, Lincoln uh, got the win over FEM, 81-43. Uh, Lincoln jumped out to 29-12 to lead after one quarter, and they extended that 47-17 to at the half. Uh, but high-scoring affair for both teams uh, in the third, 25-20. Uh, Lincoln outscored them, uh, though, and uh, Froby led the way uh, for Lincoln and uh, the Railers are not are like I don't want to say nine and zero. They're like twelve and zero. Mm -hmm. I think I know they're definitely undefeated. Uh, she had twenty nine. Did uh, Froby uh, Niebergi led the way for FEM at ten points, but that was the only one in double figures uh, there. So uh, history will have to wait for Coach Schaefer yes. and the Hearts. But uh, you know Lincoln. Tough team there. Very good. Uh, one of the best in 3A for sure with uh, Froby for sure. And it was Mount Zion over Mattoon, 42 to 38. And uh, on a Saturday in the uh, St. Elmo Holiday Tournament, in the seventh place game, it was Patoka over Mulberry Grove, 76 to 62. A consolation championship saw CHBC come back in when this one over Ramsey, 46 43. It was tied at 17 in this one after one quarter. Yep. Then uh, Ramsey had the lead. Uh, for the second quarter, third quarter, but in the fourth quarter, CHBC outscored him 14 to eight to complete the uh, comeback. Uh, there, a claim he had a 16 rattle off. He had a 13 of points for CHBC in that one. Then in the third place game, saw St. Noah Brownstown uh, defeat Cumberland, as we said, trying to carry that momentum uh, that you played so well against Windsor's two straws. But unfortunately, St. Noah Brownstown immediately in the first quarter from the jump, 22 to 11 yeah. after uh, the first quarter. And uh, St. Elmo Brownstown ended up winning at 65-52. And it, you can tear, narrow this down, Travis, to two things. It was shooting. Cumberland as a team shot 42%, which is great. Good. You know, yeah. you'll take that. Six of 23 from three and mm. one of seven from the free throw line. Mm. Not going to win a lot of games doing that. No. Um, you know, they also got out-rebounded by St. Elmo. Mm -hmm. And St. Elmo ended up having three players in double figures. And the other thing, Travis, was fouls. Blake McMeekin ended the game with three fouls. 
Brian mm-hmm. Weber had three fouls. Max McRaby fouled out late in that game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Gavin Hendricks fouled out mm-hmm. midway through the fourth quarter. So you lose your top scoring options in Gavin and Maddox both, and McGee had four fouls. Yeah. This was a Cumberland team that was just – on Friday night they dealt with the same thing as um, Bolt – and McLaravy and McGee all had four fouls at the start of the third quarter on Friday night. None of them wow. fouled out, wow. which is impressive. Yeah. But you did it again to yourself on Saturday night, and they ended up getting those fouls, and they ended up fouling out this time. And you lose Hendricks. You lose McGee for part of the game because he's in foul trouble. You lose Max McLaravy who fouls out. You, uh, Bolt, uh, Bolt had two fouls. You lose McMeekin and all the things he does for you. There just wasn't enough there for the Cumberland Pirates. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they they just were never able to get it close. The closest they got was nine points uh, in that third quarter. But that that was it. I mean, it was Cumberland was just outmatched and outmanned in this game. And every time Cumberland would kind of put a run together, St. Elmo would respond back with some clutch shooting um, and, and make some big, big threes. As St. Elmo, Travis, was uh, four of eight from uh, – the three-point line, they shot 58% as a team, and they were 17 of 26 from the free-throw line. Mm. When you're giving up 26 free-throw shots, yeah, you're not going to win a lot of games. Right. And again, Cumberland was one for seven. Mm-hmm. So the discrepancy of there's 16 points right there, there's the game. Yeah. So it, Cumberland just couldn't get to the free-throw line. And that's all it comes down to. Yeah. Like you said, uh, SCB having uh, three players there yep. in double figures. So uh, SCB uh, wins their uh, in their t- own third, tournament yep. third place there. And uh, Cumberland will uh, try to bounce back. They have the uh, night off, of course, on Monday, of course, with a practice yep. day. And uh, then uh, they'll be back in action uh, tomorrow evening against Martinsville. Yep. And an interesting thing, talk to Coach after the game. You know, a lot of the, the, the schools that were at the San Juan Holiday Tournament, they'll play a game on Tuesday. Then they're off till the 4th or the 5th or the 6th or whatever. Cumberland is not. They go no. to Vandalia. I yep. asked Coach about that, and he was actually quite taken aback and said, in years past, the kids have been excited to play in two tournaments. He said, I don't feel it with this team. He's like, we're going to have to reevaluate in the offseason of if we want to do this or not. But for mm-hmm. right now, like he's like, I wish we were having practice instead. He's like, because the kids don't have the energy. They, they just don't. And it's kind of – it's funny. I actually asked him about what Coach Underwood said, about I'm looking for a leader on this team after the Penn State loss. Mm-hmm. And Coach Rill said it's the exact same thing. I'm looking for someone to step up and be a leader and get these kids fired up because they're not playing with passion. Mm-hmm. They're just out there going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And you can't you, – you can't do that at this point in the season. No. you got to have that passion, that excitement, that spark. And right. it's just not there right now for the Cumberland Pirates. Mm. So, And a, a team, as he said, he's like, we have four seniors starting in our starting five. He's like, we shouldn't be dealing with this. Yeah. So right. it's it's a an interesting time for the Cumberland Pirates. It's, you know, obviously they, they don't want to be sitting here three and six on the season at this point. No. Yeah. But. And like I said, you got Martinsville, and then you got the tough Vandalia Holiday Tournament. Right, yeah. The good thing about that, though, is you have the Tuesday game, and then you don't have another one until uh, the Vandalia Tournament. So, Next you know, Monday, some, team, yeah. some teams try to squeeze in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday game, I know Altamont, yep. weather permitting, yep. obviously, yep. it does. But 
Uh, we'll, we'll talk on Altamont coming yeah. up here in just a second. But in the championship game, I saw Winsor's Two Straws defeat Hillsborough 70-58. Uh, Winsor's Two Straws had the 16-10 lead after one quarter, and then they extended that out 37-25 at the half. And uh, I think uh, Hillsborough tried to make it close, but uh, Christian, he had a 31 for Hillsborough in the loss. But, of course, the two Wittenbergs were in 20-point territory. Austin Wittenberg led the way. He had 26, and a Jordan Wittenberg. Berg ended up with a 20 there to a lead. It wins his two straws to the championship there in the St. Elmo Holiday Tournament. Uh, the MVP was Will Christian from Hillsboro. Also uh, uh, making the all-tournament team uh, from uh, uh, wins two straws, of course, the two Wittenbergs, Austin and uh, Jordan. Uh, Gavin Hendricks for Cumberland and made the first team. And Adam Atwood for St. Elmo Brownstown was also uh, named to the all-tournament mm-hmm. first team. Uh, there, so uh, congratulations to on wins two straws as they are champs of the St. Elmo Holiday Tournament, and also uh, congratulations to uh, North Clay as they won the championship there in the Conrad Allen Tournament in Wade City, 54 to 52. The uh, trophy there is coming back to uh, Louisville. I know that they had one a couple of years ago, and it's going back home with them there to uh, Louisville. And this was a close game of throughout, and Wayne City actually uh, had the lead after every uh, quarter there. But a uh, 16-10 to 10, uh, fourth quarter for the Cardinals gave them the win. Uh, Fleener led the way, 25 points. Uh, Booze, he had 14, and both of those individuals were named to the all-tournament team. Uh, there in North Clay now. They're Conrad Island champs, and they're also 8-4 and four on the season there for the Cardinals. So uh, they're starting to starting to get it going, and I know this was a, a huge tournament uh, there for them, and, you know, coming out there with four wins, that's uh, great for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and uh, also uh, in that uh, tournament, I think that uh, South Central also got a win there as well on the last game of the day for, for them, for their tournament. I, I mean, it was a Lincoln over FEM 59 at 2046. It was St. Anthony over Charleston by 10, 61 of 51. It was Newton over Fairfield, 75 of 61. And Nichols led the way for Newton. He had 24. Wolf had 17. And Gear had 12. Uh, Rogers poured in 31 points for uh, Fairfield, but unfortunately it was in the loss for the Mules. But uh, Newton, 9-2 and two now on the uh, season. Topless over East Peoria in the Eureka shootout, 56-2048. Tuscola over Tri-County, 62-23. It was Shelbyville over Maroa. 41-34. Mount Zion over Mattoon, 75-43. And then in the Greenville shootout, Comet Sports Booster shootout, it was Breeze Central, state-ranked Breeze Central, getting the win over Altamont, 63-42 there on Saturday night in Greenville. And, man, this was a low-scoring affair there in the first quarter as they only had 8-4 lead for Breeze Central, and it probably would have been 6-4 last second basket there at the end put them up by four there but it just seemed like Altamont they were getting some good shots they just couldn't get it to fall it was like a lid on the basket or something and you know both these teams just struggled, struggled to score early on but Bree Central got it going there uh, from making some threes beyond the arc um, and so uh, unfortunately uh, Altamont falling there to a talented Bree Central uh, team and you just couldn't carry any of that uh, shooting or the three point shooting of, that you had on Friday night you know, over to uh, Greenville uh, there and uh, man, I was like, oh boy, eight to four, <laughs> defensive <laughs> struggle. I was like, uh, get get ready for this one. And then uh, Central came out in the second quarter, had a 10-0 run to start the second, and 
uh, fell behind. Altamont tried to scratch and claw their way back there in the third, uh, but unfortunately uh, falling in this one. Uh, Dylan Elam led the way. He had 12, but also uh, Caden Miller had 12 points as well. Uh, one good thing that was uh, happening there in uh, Greenville is that uh, Jared Coleman all right, Jared Eric Coleman was about with back with the uh, team as he uh, wasn't in uniform, but he was in warmups uh, there back with the team out with some uh, illness there. But uh, coach said that it's going to take him a couple weeks to get back into the swing of things and back in conditioning as he's actually lost. Uh, uh, he said 10 pounds there with uh, dealing with this uh, illness. And uh, so uh, still going to be out a couple more weeks. So uh, Altamont falling to five and three on the season and Hey, doesn't get any easier. The road goes to Casey uh, tomorrow night. So uh, pencil that one in. And Casey, of course, won on a last-second shot last year. And so we'll see what tomorrow night brings mm -hmm. there in Casey for Altamont. In girls basketball, is St. Anthony getting the win over Arthur, uh, 66 to uh, 39, and uh, St. Anthony jumped out to the 23 to 6 lead in the first and never looked back. Uh, Fearday had uh, 24, and it was Vonderheide and Ruhal having a 17 points apiece for them for the Bulldogs. And it was Nioga getting the win over Newton, 53-44. Uh, Nioga jumped out to the eight-point lead after one quarter, 18-10. to 10. And then uh, Newton tried uh, to uh, claw back every quarter. They got it within three at the half, and then 42-38 after three. But then uh, Nioga closing out there in the, f in the final quarter, 11-2-3 to uh, beat Nioga there. Uh, Sydney uh, or beat Newton there. Uh, Sydney Richards had 23. Bryn Richards had 11. And Sampson had 10. Uh, so uh, three players in double figures there for the Indians. And Cameron Martin led the way for Newton. She had a 15 uh, points in the loss for uh, Newton. Uh, Topless got the win over Alney, 55-45. T-Town jumped out to the 20-7 lead in the first quarter and never looked back. Uh, Kaylee Niebergi, she had 26. Molly Ruhal had a 13. And it was uh, Christian Weller. Uh, for Alney, 14 points for her in the loss to lead the way for the Alney Tigers. Also, uh, Marshall picked up the win over OPH, 61-20 on Saturday. Paris over South Vermillion, 65-12. Uh, Chrysler Rock over Red Hill and Hamilton County over Mount Carmel, 62-27 there from Saturday. So, I uh, absolutely loaded Friday yes. and uh, Saturday there and uh, the local schedule is uh, looking like this so for this evening you got a Nioga hosting Brownstown uh, St. Elmo and that should be a, a great game there in Nioga tonight Casey at North Clay Arcola at Chrisman Mattoon at Marshall and then a, another fantastic matchup that we have here we know that these two teams have battled in the postseason and in the regular season too as it's going to be a Totopolis hosting up Paris this evening so mm -hmm. yeah it should be a fun there in the T-Town this evening might have to uh, make my way over there tonight. you may have to since uh Altima doesn't have a game tonight yep. so uh we'll uh we'll report on that uh, tomorrow as uh Maybe a live report as yeah, well. Yeah, I'll have to yeah. wait and see. Yeah, wait and see. Uh, and uh, let's uh, step away and uh, let's talk some Illinois basketball as they picked up the win over Alabama A&M on Saturday as it wasn't as impressive as it should have been. But we'll speak on that and some of the uh, post-game press conference uh, news as well. Coming up here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment.
At T-Mobile, we believe people deserve more without paying more. For a limited time, get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for $25 a line. Wow, it's like expecting a Christmas caroler. Deck the hall with boughs of holly. But getting a whole choir. Deck the hall with boughs of holly. With an epic horn section, too. It's the season to be jolly. It's so cool. I'm capturing it all with the amazing camera on my new iPhone 14. Plus, T-Mobile has price lock guarantee. Unlike the other big guys, we guarantee we won't raise the price of your rate plan for talk, text, or data. So what are you waiting for? Switch to T-Mobile and for a limited time, get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for $25 a line. Get used to getting even more from T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and auto pay, plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. If you cancel service before 24 credits, credit stop and balance on required finance agreement for all devices is due. Price lock for rate plan price of current on-network service for eligible lines. Excludes taxes, fees, promos, and third-party services. See tmobile.com for details. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Totopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at TreatCovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. And now. Eric Fry Sports Center update. Missouri hosts South Carolina tomorrow in the battle for the Mayor's Cup Trophy. Tigers enter at 4-5, and five, while the Gamecocks are 5-4. and four. Who really kind of cares about that game? Uh, Carson Wentz was down with the sickness as he's dealing with an illness as Indy will host the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. The starting lineup. <laughs> Welcome back in uh, to the starting lineup on 98.9 and the game. I thought right that was there. a good one. I mean, uh, that one was was definitely uh, noteworthy. Was I I definitely wrote that down to uh, <laughs> save that one for a future bumper. On 98.9, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis Blues scored three goals in the third period to beat Calgary Flames 5-2 on Friday. The Blues will visit the Canucks tonight. In college hoops action on Friday, Missouri State lost to Oral Roberts. Southern Illinois got the win over Chicago State, and Western Illinois crushed Eureka on Saturday. It was Lindenwood over Knox. It was Southeast Missouri State got destroyed by Iowa. And Eastern Illinois, they took down IUPUI. Yesterday, Missouri State picked up the win over Central Michigan. And SIU Edwardsville beat Illinois Tech. Western Illinois hosts North Dakota State tonight. 
Chicago Bulls couldn't keep up with the Timberwolves during a 150-126 loss at the Target Center. The Bulls' defense gave up at least 32 points in each quarter of the contest. Bulls are on a four-game losing streak. They're 11th in the East at 11-18. They visit the Heat tomorrow night. The good news keeps coming for Chicago as the Blackhawks continue their free fall as they lost 7-1 to the Rangers at the United Center. The Chicago Blackhawks gave up at least two goals in each period. The Blackhawks were down 3-0 before Kucherov got them on the board with their only goal of the game. Chicago's on a seven-game losing streak and has lost 15 of its last 16. Blackhawks are in last place in the Central with 18 points and a 7-19-4 record. They will host Nashville on Wednesday. And finally, the White Sox signed outfielder Andrew Benintendi to a five-year deal. Welcome back here to the starting lineup. 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the Sports Center hit. White Sox also signed Billy Hamilton to a minor league contract. We were just talking ah, we about just him on Friday. Yeah, I was going to say, we just mentioned him, and yep. look at that. He gets signed. To the White Sox. Yeah. Uh, so uh, on a Saturday, uh, the uh, Fighting Illini were back in action after that loss to uh, Penn State, and it was a win over uh, Alabama A&M, and uh, Alabama A&M actually uh, came back in this one and made it a little closer. I yeah. saw the score there in the second half. I was like, what are we doing here, guys? Uh, getting it close with them, but uh, Illinois ended up pulling out and pulling away 68-47. Held A&M to 19 points in the first half and then yeah. just completely stopped in the second half. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what was happening there, but, you know, uh, Matthew Mayer, uh, uh, Meyer, he had 21 points to lead the way, uh, three for six from uh, beyond the arc, and uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. having 18 points there, but – that was pretty much it. I mean, you know, Coleman Hawkins with, with nine, uh, only five rebounds, four assists. Um, Sky Clark, I know that I think he was in foul trouble and only having eight points there. But, um, man, just uh, yeah. it was uh, it was Meyer and T, uh, Terrence Shannon Jr., and that was it. I'm going to say this, Travis. You can't do this against a no power five school and no. expect to win. And with this Thursday being bragging rights, I'm concerned. Right. Yeah, and I'm particularly concerned. I don't know what's going on with the team. There's uh, They keep getting subtle hints in press conferences, and it continued on Saturday after the loss to Penn State. You know, uh, Coach Underwood calling out the leadership yeah, of the yeah. team. And then, you know, Matthew uh, Meyer after the game says, we got a lot to figure out internally between the players and coaches. And I guess there's some uh, disagreements with uh, Meyer and uh, Coach Underwood about uh, Meyer likes to fast before games and whatnot, and that could make you tired a little bit if you don't eat mm. properly and the nutrition. And also uh, Terrence Stanton Jr. said something. It's just, uh, he said, I quote, it's just something we got to figure out as a team. Once we figure it out, we'd be ready to talk about it. We're good. We're happy. We won the game. But there's stuff we can fix, obviously. So, uh, And Meyer just said, I'm basically just upset uh, about some things. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this team internally, but something's happening behind closed doors. Is for Coach it's Underwood trouble in paradise. the locker room? Maybe. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It certainly does sound, sound that like has that. me concerned. Even though you know in these press conferences they say one thing, but then on Twitter uh, they say another. Matthew Meyer says, you know, we got the best coach in the country. This and that, we'll be good. And uh, Terrence Stanton Jr. kind of said the same thing. I think after the uh, a Penn State game that we're good. We believe in Coach Underwood. We trust Coach Underwood. But then they say these things in the press conferences. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening with this team. 
who's leaving first, Myron Shannon <laughs> Jr. or Coach Underwood? Well, after after this year, they're they're seniors, so they'll graduate. So yes, they're out of here. So it it just I makes mean, me concerned, Travis, and it makes me worried about the kind. Of, I'll put it this way: the kind of characters we're recruiting. Are we yeah, recruiting well, players of good character? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I think it's kind of the the problem is like with with some coaches they can bring them here, but then once they're here, can they coach them? Yeah, and I think that's uh, completely uh, another thing. So I don't know what what's going on, but hopefully we can uh, figure it out, and hopefully uh, doesn't cause too much of a distraction uh, there with uh, bragging rights coming up on a Thursday, and of course weather permitting for that as well. Mm-hmm. I know the Illini side sold out there on the uh, uh, side, but man, eight o'clock. Got to figure it out for bragging rights and can't play this sloppy against nope. uh, Missouri, that's for yep. sure. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there on a Thursday, and I don't know what's going on internally uh, with the team, but uh, I guess we'll uh, see if they can get it uh, figured out and uh, turned around here, especially, you know, we got the bragging rights, then uh, Bethune-Cookman, and then it's right into uh, the teeth and the heart of Big Ten play as we go with it hot and heavy. I mean, we get an easy game uh, cakewalk against Northwestern, but – uh, after that, you know, it's it's on from there, and it's a battle, of course, as we know. So uh, we'll we'll see if we can get it figured out, and we'll see what ha- uh, happens on bragging rights uh, coming up on uh, Thursday. And I'll talk about the uh, college uh, football news for the Illini and what it means for the uh, bowl game uh, coming up in the uh, podcast. So uh, stick around for that. But we're up against the clock, and we'll close out uh, talking about uh, the uh, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend coming up to close out the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. Unfortunately, while the holiday season is an exciting time of year, it is also a time when people can become more vulnerable to theft and crime. Shop during daylight hours whenever possible. If you must shop at night, go with a friend or a family member and park in an area with adequate lighting. Avoid carrying large amounts of cash. Never leave your car unoccupied with the motor running or with children inside. Remain aware of your surroundings at all times and move to and from your vehicle with confidence and purpose. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis with the Evingham Police Department. From our EPD family to yours, we wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats to let you know we will be giving away a Christmas meal. Just go to our Facebook page, like and share our post from November 28th only for your chance to win a Christmas meal. That includes a whole bone-in ham, prime rib, bacon, whole hog rope sausage, and pulled pork. Also, now through December 24th, buy one $50 gift certificate, get one $5 gift certificate for free. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. And now, Air Tri Sports Center update. Chicago Alderman George Cardenas, whatever, believes the city should take drastic measures to keep the Bears in the Windy City. The starting lineup. What was that Chicago Bears guy name? They were like, ah, who cares? George Cardenas. Cardenas. I don't know who that is. I was going to say, uh, the only George I know from Chicago, George Hallis. Yes, the it's only, only George that matters. Only one that matters. On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9, the game. We're only here on 98.9 for just a, a little a bit uh, longer. And uh, we got to close out uh, today's uh, show with what we always uh, close out uh, the uh, treasure hour with on a Monday. And uh, that's the top three moments from the sports weekend. Uh, so uh, let's go. And now it's time for the top three. Top three moments from the uh, sports weekend, of course, in a no uh, particular order. And uh, my number three uh, goes out uh, to uh, some uh, golf this weekend, as it was nice to see everyone on the course playing with uh, their uh, their children and dads and moms even. Uh, but in particular, just seeing Tiger and uh, Charlie out there. That one shot that Charlie hit, it was a bad, it was a clunker. But it somehow rolled around the bunker, and <laughs> Tiger was just like, get in the cart, son. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> so uh, that was uh, nice seeing them out on the on the golf course this weekend. My number one, we already talked about. The Cubs have finally decided to spend some money, Travis. <laughs> it yes. took them a while, but they finally decided to, to join in on all the spending of money uh, this off season. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the party, yes. Chicago. Yes. Uh, my number two moment from the uh, sports weekend uh, was uh, the ending of that uh, Bills-Dolphins uh, game as it finally started to uh, snow and uh, Josh Allen uh, diving in there and uh, the Bills completing the comeback. All the players trying to uh, wipe the field off and clear off the kicking mm-hmm. path of the kicker. And then I thought that was the best. Well, no, hold my beer as Raiders and uh, Patriots. The ending of that game was nuts. Yes, and in between there was the ending to the Dallas Jaguars game and Dak Prescott making another mistake. And uh, I don't blame him, though. It hit his receiver right in the stomach, right in the arm. You got to catch that. And instead, it's a pick six. Dallas loses in overtime to Jacksonville. Ah, uh, yeah. That's my number doing? two. Dallas, what happened? Oh, man. (laughs) But my number one moment from the uh, sports weekend was on a Sunday morning. You might have missed it, but it was uh, the greatest World Cup final in history uh, between Argentina and uh, France. Finally, Argentina had a 2-0 lead. Then uh, Pape had a hat trick in the World Cup final. And uh, Messi finally gets his uh, one thing that's eluded him is in his illustrious football career, and that's a World Cup. And he says he's not retiring either. Ah. So maybe this would be the one. perfect time to uh, ride off into the sunset, and especially with a performance like that. He yeah. had two goals in the game as well. So, uh, But that was my number one. My number one from the greatest to the worst is the Indianapolis Colts giving oh, up the lead <laughs> after leading 33 to nothing at the half yeah. and just absolutely the biggest lead ever given up in NFL history goes yeah. to the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> yeah. Teams that were 30 points up at the half were like 1162 1 and 1. Yeah. Now they're 1162 2 and 1 thanks to the Colts. <laughs> and I didn't realize that, who's the quarterback for the Colts in that Matt one? Matt Ryan. Ryan. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Let's up the biggest lead in Super Bowl history and now the biggest lead in regular season history. The, oh, gosh. If there was ever any proof <laughs> that you needed to not have Jeff Saturday be your coach next season, that's the yeah. game right there. There is no way that Colts team should have lost that game. Yeah, no. They had an offensive touchdown, multiple <laughs> ones, defensive touchdown, and a special teams touchdown all in the first half, Travis, and then they go quiet mm. like a mouse yeah and uh, just vanish yeah colts what happened and 
put a little icing on the top there, you lost Jonathan Taylor for the season. He's done. Oh, man. Yep. Making the insult to injury yep. there. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll talk more uh, NFL coming up in uh, the uh, pod, other national sports, and some uh, college uh, athletics that we didn't get to uh, here on the Terrestrial Show. But uh, coming up next here is uh, Bart and Han. So enjoy and uh, catch us in the pod. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to uh, overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Is still a lot of meat left on the bone here, talking about that wild and crazy, wacky NFL uh, Sunday, and uh, we'll explore the uh, Colts game more a little bit there. We. Mm-hmm. Closed out the show with it, and we'll continue with oh, it. Yeah. Uh, also, with some uh, college football, we'll take a look at what happened in the bowl games mm-hmm. and uh, what else happened in a, a great college basketball Saturday as well. And we'll get to that uh, Illinois uh, bowl news yes. uh, there, and uh, we'll recap pick them as well. Mm, Unfortunately, sure. I mean, hey, yeah. we both we, we both, both stunk. stunk. Yeah, so who yes. <laughs> is bad for we both, both of us? Stink. It's bad for both of us. That's right. So, you know, we'll, we'll suffer together. Although we'll see if we're ready to declare a winner. Oh, okay. Because we've reached something, and and I know we got bowl games coming up. We got a lot of bowl games coming up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll 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 talk here in the pod. But first, you want me okay. to get to Sports Center? Yeah, let's clean up. Some All right, the Knicks center. extended their winning streak to seven straight games after they topped the Pacers one hundred nine to one hundred six in Indy. Um, Indy has now dropped four of its last five games. They're fifteen and sixteen overall. The Lakers are losing their leading scorer and rebounder for at least a month. The Athletic reports Anthony Davis is expected to be sidelined for multiple weeks after suffering a right foot injury in Friday's win over the Nuggets. Davis underwent an MRI on Saturday and is still consulting with a specialist according to ESPN. Davis has missed extended time in the previous two seasons for L.A. Michael Brantley is returning to Houston. The free agent outfielder has agreed to a one-year, $12 million deal with the Astros, according to multiple sources. The deal includes a chance for Brantley to make an additional $4 million in incentives. The 35-year-old has spent the last four seasons with Houston, played in 64 games last season, and missed the Astros' postseason run to the World Series title. Five-time All-Star has a career batting average of two ninety eight and is expected to split his time in left field and DH next season. And finally... The Oregon Ducks are getting their quarterback back for next season. Bo Nix announced that he will return to the team for the 2023 season in what would be his final year of eligibility. Nix broke out in his first season at Oregon, throwing over 3,300 yards, 27 touchdowns, and six interceptions. He also had 14 rushing scores as he led the Ducks to a 9-3 record. Nix played the first three seasons of his college career at Auburn before transferring to Oregon. And that has caused uh, an Oregon commit who was going to Oregon to therefore now go to UCLA. So the mm. dominoes fall because I think everyone thought Bo Nix was going to the draft. Yeah, I thought so. And instead he's like, nope, I'm coming back another year, which is very odd. You don't see that very often in the college football landscape we live no. in. But those NIL deals must be sweet out in Oregon. Must be. <laughs> and that's your sports center. That's your sports center. All right. So uh, that is a good uh, transition uh, there from uh, college football news there. Yes. And we found out, I think this was on a Saturday, 
that uh, Coach Bielema and uh, Witherspoon and Sidney Brown all had a, a press conference, and uh, they uh, both wrote some notes on Twitter. And uh, they said that Sidney Brown is declaring for the NFL draft, and he will not be participating in mm-hmm. the uh, bowl game against Mississippi State. And Witherspoon, as well, is announced that he will no longer, he will not be participating either. He'll forego the bowl game and enter his name into the draft. Uh, and both these guys, their stock will not be any higher. And Witherspoon, uh, particularly, his stock will not be any higher there. And it's a great uh, story from. You know, uh, I don't even know how many stars that he had uh, when he was recruited to Illinois. He made that uh, great game-saving tackle yep. against Wisconsin his freshman season uh, when we stunk in those uh, yes. gray galloping ghost uniforms and beat Wisconsin when they were like in the top five. I think uh, that field goal, uh, he was a big part of that game-saving tackle, and then he become that to the best corner in all of college football this year. I don't care what any awards out there that he did or didn't get, uh, but the best corner in all of college football in the nation this season was uh, Devin Witherspoon, and he's going to go to the draft. And, you know, it it stinks that these two guys that are so Mm – great this season with the Illini defense uh they're not going to be a part of it and coach Walter is not going to be a part of it either which we uh saw that uh coach Henry is going to be the one the coordinator as uh the one guy that I thought was going to slide in to be the defensive coordinator for the bowl game and uh interim basis he's going to join uh coach Walters in Purdue uh there so uh that was unfortunate there but and Henry I think is his name I definitely know it's coach Henry uh, there, bub. Uh, you know, it it sucks that these two guys, in Sydney Brown and uh, Witherspoon, aren't going to be playing in this game. And uh, Coach Bielema said that he's still having some conversations with Chase Brown on uh, whether he's going to play in the bowl game or not. But uh, it was not a decision that was taken lightly with, with these two. They both uh, their uh, letters on Twitter were great. And uh, they were very emotional, and Coach Bielema was emotional talking about the players as well there in the press conference. So it's something that they, they put a lot, a lot of thought in, and it wasn't an easy easy decision for them, but uh, they're going to go try to make their coin and try to be uh, what they want to be in the NFL. And Witherspoon uh, said in his uh, letter that it was a lifelong dream to play in the National Football League. So uh, I can't fault him for that, and it seems like they were very emotional. Uh, so it was not an easy decision for them to do it, but – I respect it. Uh, yes, and Travis, this is a good thing for Illinois. When was the last time we had players leave to go to the NFL? <laughs> yeah. And, and it actually matter. It's true. Yeah. So I, I think this is a big step for the future of this Illinois program. Um, I, I agree with you. I wish I would have, you know, done, done the bowl game. Mm-hmm. But in today's college football, I understand it. Yeah. Like, it, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, I, I can't remember the defensive player who got hurt. You're going to have to help me. There's a defensive player who got hurt in a bowl game. And I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Lineman. <laughs> a lineman. Yeah. How many years ago was this? Uh, looking about 10. Oh, jeez. I think he's still playing, though. Know. I don't remember. Um, but that's kind of where all this started, of skipping um, 
the bowl games. Wasn't wasn't Clowney, was it? It was Clowney. Was it? Yes. Because he was the projected kind of number one. Mm-hmm. And then he got injured in the bowl game. Mm. And it lowered his stock. Mm. And I think he actually came back another year at college. Yeah. Not 100% sure on that. But that, to me, is whenever it all kind of started with players now deciding, well, you know what? I right. think I'm going to sit this out. Mm-hmm. And to me, this is where you start. It, the bowl games aren't as important anymore. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to say this, and, and no one's going to like what I'm going to say, but that is okay because I don't have a problem being wrong, as obvious if you listen to this show. Travis, we just need to get rid of the bowl games and just do the playoff and call it good. Yeah. I love the bowl games. Don't don't take that as I don't like bowl games. I do. I think it's the most fun thing that, that college football has going for it. But if all of the stars from these games are sitting out, yeah, then what is the point of having them? Because it's not the same team that played in the regular season. It's a totally yeah. different team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you could see that on Saturday with yeah. the Louisville and the Cincinnati game. A lot of players yeah. there were sitting out and whatnot, and both the coaches as well were were coaching right. either. So they were interim basis, and I didn't know Dion Branch was the coach for Louisville. Oh, nice. Patriot wide receiver. <laughs> I mean, maybe he was on the staff. I, I'm not sure. Right. But, but I was like, oh, wow, that's Brand- Branch being interviewed right there. I haven't seen him or heard of his name in a while. But It just doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense if we're not going to have the same players who are playing in the regular season. That would be yeah. like if we get, got through the NFL season and we get to the playoffs and last year, for example, mm. Aaron Donald and, and Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup were all like, you know what, we don't want to get hurt because we're coming up on contract years, mm-hmm. so therefore we're not playing in the postseason. Yeah. Like, everyone would be like, what are you talking about? But because these are college kids who are going to go to the NFL and make tons of money, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's a great great decision. But it hurts the game of football. It yeah. makes all of these bowl games, and we can have 45 of them. But minus the college football playoffs and the New Year's Six, do any of them matter? Do any yeah, of them mean anything? No, not really. Not really? Honestly. So just do, <laughs> just do the playoffs. Like, that's fine. Not everyone has to make a bowl game. It's not like everyone getting a participation trophy. Yeah, there there's some same lines if, to that. If 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 they're not the same teams that are gonna be there, or before you decide to put the teams in the bowl, ask the teams how many of your players are gonna sit out. Yeah. Who's sitting out of this bowl game? And then we'll tell you if you get one. Yeah. Because I think of Purdue. Mm-hmm. And their their tight end's not playing. Their cornerback's not playing. Their quarterback's not playing. It's not the same team that finished theoretically second in the Big Ten. Right. Yeah. It's not the same team. Yeah. It, it's not. And but like you said, with the the playoffs, so you know all these other bowl games don't matter. So what doesn't matter if the if they play or not? I, I think it's the problem. Because it doesn't big, matter. Yeah, and that's the big thing with uh, Illinois now with Witherspoon, yeah. Sidney Brown, and yeah. then waiting the Chase Brown, which I mean, I would be, sh- I would be surprised Shocked if Chase plays. Brown plays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it's already over already. I mean, Mississippi State's going to blow us out yeah. by a million, yeah. especially it looks like they're going to be wearing some special helmets as well if that was a real legit post uh, that I saw. And uh, just isn't this, like, appropriate that uh, Coach Leakes, he was called a pirate or he liked pirates, yeah. and it's with a big pirate yep. ship, and uh, now it looks like they're going to be with those uh, helmets that are kind of inspired uh, mm. by it looks almost similar to the uh, – to the Buccaneers helmet oh, nice. there for Coach Leak in honor of him. So, I, if that was real, I just which I hope so. Like I said, I I just don't get the point of all these bowl games if you're not going to have the teams that played in the regular season. Mississippi Golden Girls. What am I doing what here? What are you searching? <laughs> I'm searching for those helmets. Okay, <laughs> but that's one of the that's suggestions what, that's on what Twitter. You're saying. <laughs> and it would help if I spelled Mississippi right. M I S S I S S I P P I. Yeah. I know. So I, many S's and I's. You know what the last three letters of Mississippi backwards ah. are, don't you? What? IPP. <laughs> oh, wow. That's mature. I know. We're getting into sophomore jokes Jeez. today. It's a long weekend, Travis. Yeah, it was. But, yeah, again, if you're not going to have the same teams play in the regular season, don't have them play in the bowl game. Or make the bowl games matter because they don't. No, they don't. There's 55 of them. Yeah. And there is nothing different well. between the, the, the Care Bowl, the Boca Raton Bowl, the Bahamas Bowl. There's nothing different between them besides the location. Mm. Make something different about it. Yeah. Put a hot spot somewhere where if you score from this point, you get eight points or something. I don't know. Do something different in each of these games to distinguish them from each other. Mm-hmm. Sure. Paint the field different colors every game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. But can I talk, talk to you about the one thing that almost made my top three that has to do with college football, Travis, and the Bulls? What's that? Coach Prime losing. Oh, yeah, I did. I love Coach Prime losing. Last game before he leaves, a lot of people upset that he's leaving. Um, I'm not getting into that, but what I am getting into is the fact that uh, he couldn't finish undefeated, and that makes me happy. So go to Colorado and go be cold and go be miserable and uh, have fun, Coach Prime. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be miserable. I think Coach Prime can be miserable. Oh, he can be whenever he is. I mean, lucky for him, he's going to uh, – Colorado's in the Big 12, right? No. They're in the Pac-12. They're in the Pac-12. See, so he's getting lucky. He's going to a conference that's falling apart around him. Right. He's going to have no competition. Right, yeah. So I mean, he's going to have to face Oregon better. every year, and that's going to be that's Oregon State, it. I guess, Oregon, too. Oregon State, yeah. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Arizona, Arizona State ain't getting any better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else is out there for you to Stanford. Stanford's not good. Yeah, their head coach just slept. Yep. So, <laughs> speaking of Oregon State transition. Yeah, they uh, the Beavers they won the Las Vegas Bowl there, and it wasn't even close, thirty to three. Why are Florida. they playing Florida? I I don't know. They're the number fourteenth ranked team in the country. Oregon State is. Florida's barely. They finished above five or below five hundred. I know, yeah, they didn't really deserve to be a bowl game. Not be in the bowl game. Or they did, but not against the number 14 ranked team in the country. 
Mm-hmm. That's again all these rules about well this conference has to have this team in it and this conference has to have this team. It's all dumb. Get rid of all of them. Scrap it all. Scrap all the bulls or go back to square one and redo it all. <laughs> uh, Louisville they beat Cincinnati twenty four to seven in the Fenway Bowl and uh, yeah the crowd was pretty sparse there. Yep. <laughs> between uh, the two interim coaches and the two backups all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Fresno State beat Washington State 29-2-6 to in the uh, Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. And uh, Southern Miss beat Rice 38-24 in the Lending Tree Bowl. Why is that a game? 5-8 and eight Rice and 7-6 and six Southern Miss? Get out of here. Well, what did Rice do to deserve a bowl, Travis? I don't know. I don't know my Rice. <laughs> I know you don't. I think Owls. I think they are the Owls, yeah. Look at that. I was right. There you go. Rice Owls score This one is for the me. problem with the Bulls games. Uh, Frank Gore Jr., though. Gosh. 21 carries, 329 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Frank Gore Jr. How about that? Hey, he almost could have played with his dad in the NFL. <laughs> he almost could. Just a couple of years too late. Frank, come on. Come back, Frank. Yeah, one more year. Hey, the Colts need a running back now. It's true. He's played there before. Yes. Uh, it was BYU. I interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I remember that video is buried that. deep on the website. You can go find it. Deep, deep, deep in cut. the archives. Deep cut. Uh, BYU over SMU, twenty four to twenty three in the New Mexico Bowl, and it was uh, Boise State over North Texas, thirty five to thirty two in the uh, Frisco Bowl. Presented by Surf Pro. Surf Pro. Uh, on a Friday, it was a Troy over UTSA, 18 to 12, and in the Bahamas Bowl, it was uh, UNAB over Miami of Ohio, 24 to uh, 20. The hometown to... lenders Bahama Bowl. Oh yeah, that's right. I can't yeah. forget about that. Yeah. And the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Yes. If we're gonna have Troy these won. bowls and have them be named dumb things, we might as well read the whole dumb thing. Uh, we have one uh, going on uh, this afternoon uh, currently. It's Marshall against a UConn in the Myrtle Beach Bowl All in right. South Carolina. All right, but not so. in Myrtle Beach. So No. Hey, at least I applaud New Mexico for not getting that one sponsored. Stay the New Mexico Bowl. Don't give in to corporate sponsorship, New Mexico. I like it. Don't go give in to no corporate greed. Because no one wants to sponsor anything in New Mexico. Uh, tomorrow we got Eastern Michigan, San Jose State, and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. And uh, in the uh, uh, roofclaim.com, a Boca Raton Bowl, Liberty and Toledo tomorrow evening. And I think, let me let me double check my, my schedule here, Travis. Um, I think that we will be having that game. Ooh. Um, the Boca Raton, Raton Bowl uh, tomorrow. Uh, yes, the 20th. Yeah, No, we are having the... Yes, the Boca Raton Bowl. Ah, all right. Six o'clock right here on, well, Can't, right over there. On right over there, game. yes. Can't and wait. And then Wednesday, we will have the New Orleans Bowl Ooh. between Western Kentucky and South Alabama. Yeah, look at us having bowl hey. games all over the place. That means more pick'em games. That's right. That's right. All right, so uh, let's go on. And before we completely close the book on uh, college Athletics. Let's go ahead and uh, let's take a look at some uh, basketball that happened on uh, Saturday. It was a loaded uh, Saturday, a stacked matchups left and right. Uh, Houston ended up beating Virginia 69 uh, 61. 
Uh, Purdue was the number one team in the country. They took care of business against Davison a little bit closer than what uh, Purdue would have liked there. They only had a one-point lead at the half, and they won 69-61 there in the Indy Classic. It was uh, number three at UConn over Butler, 68-46 there. And Hinkle Fieldhouse, Gonzaga all over Alabama, uh, 100-90 to there in Birmingham in the CMW Newton Classic. It was Arizona picking up the win over Tennessee, and nine over six at the time, 75-70. Uh, it was Kansas over Indiana there in uh, in Lawrence, 84-62 was the final there. Never really uh, close in that one. Uh, Arkansas over Bradley. It was UCLA over Kentucky, 63-53 there in MSG. It was uh, North Carolina over Ohio State in overtime in the second game there in Madison Square Garden. 89-84 was the final there. Maybe that was the first game, actually. Uh, Virginia Tech won and Miami victorious as well in non-conference opponents as well. So uh, there was a look at what happened on Saturday. Yeah. Let's see. The new rankings are out, are they not? They are. And, but I did want to say that on Sunday we did have number 19 Auburn went down to USC, 74-71. There you go. Uh, look at that. Illinois jumped up a couple of spots to did 16. I, I thought that they were right around there. Yep, uh, two spots. Uh, Wisconsin jumped up five spots to 17. Indiana falls four spots to 18. Kentucky falls six spots to 19. We're the there. number two Big Ten school. Yeah. So, How about that? There's something to hang your hat on. Yeah. No top 25 matchups tonight. No. Uh, Purdue stayed at the top. Uh, UConn slid up one spot to uh, number two uh, with the Virginia loss. Uh, Houston, they jumped a couple of spots to number three. Uh, Kansas moved up four to number four. Arizona also moved up four spots to five, and that's where we see Virginia they're at a six falling four spots. Tennessee fell. Alabama fell. Gonzaga ro- rose back up to 11. Uh, UCLA moving back up there to a 13, a future Big Ten school, UCLA. Uh, Duke fell a couple spots. Mississippi State rose a couple. Um, Marquette sliding into the top 25. Uh, Auburn fell four spots after that loss. Uh, Maryland knocking on the door of the top 25 as they uh, fell out. Uh, the rankings, so did Ohio State with that loss to North Carolina yesterday. So you know, Michigan State receiving seven, Iowa receiving 21 votes, um, North Carolina 36, Ohio State 33, St. Mary's receiving a vote. How about that? How about that? All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's uh, finally uh, transition to uh, the NFL uh, from uh, this weekend in a wild, a crazy weekend. And we thought that the it started off with the Colts. You think it could have got any crazier? Well, I mean, it, when you start with the biggest comeback in NFL history, uh, it's hard to live up to. And uh, the games on Sunday tried, and there was a lot of exciting finishes. Uh, there, but it wasn't the largest comebacks in any history. Right. But uh, it was still a great NFL Sunday and Saturday, I guess. It, or the weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great NFL weekend. I I, I want to talk a little bit more about this Colts game. Sure. Because I'm I, I still don't know how this happens. Mm-hmm. Again, the Colts on their first drive kick a field goal, then they block a punt for a touchdown, then the next Vikings drive ends in a fumble. 
So it's two drives for the Vikings, mm-hmm. going a total of five plays. Indy then scores another touchdown. They're up 17 nothing. Then they get a field goal. Then they get another field goal. They finally have to punt to the Colts. But then Minnesota throws an interception for a touchdown. It's 30 to nothing yeah. at the end of the first half. And it's like, this is, or 33 nothing at the end of the first half. You're like, it's over. I said it was you over. You said it was over. <laughs> but Travis. Yeah. As we've learned on. from the Colts, it's never over. No. Do you remember a week ago? Mm, kind of. This is the same Colts team that got outscored 33 to nothing in the fourth quarter by the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, that's right. We shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Thirty-three yeah. points is not enough of a lead for this Colts team. Yeah, I mean, if it was thirty-four, maybe, maybe it would have been better. I, Jeff Saturday had a, had, a, had a quote here, and oh it said, "We would have closed the game out and ended the game. I'm in. Everybody's in. We didn't convert. There you go. <laughs> I would that's say all, so. that's all it was. Yeah, this I would say is so. this is an embarrassment for the Colts. Yeah, and I'd love to hear what Jim Irsay has to say about this." I love to say, hear what a former punter for the Colts has to say about this because this should be an embarrassment for the Colts organization. Right. And I love how it came out. Patrick uh, Peterson in the locker room said that the defense is going to stop. The defense is going to do its part. This is at the half, down 33 nothing. says the defense will do its part. He told the offense, quote, you just need five touchdowns. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, nothing. it wasn't. <laughs> It was nothing. That's nothing. The Vikings, Travis, not only did they complete this comeback, but um, where was that? Uh, I just saw a stat here. Well, first of all, I want to talk about that delay of game penalty for the Colts. You can't do that. Did you see that in overtime? No. So, um, uh, uh, Joseph, uh, uh, or Jordan, uh, Justin Jefferson caught the ball, and then... The Colts defender is holding on to him. Time is winding down. And Jefferson tries to get up. And the defender grabs him and puts him back down on the ground. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. Like, I know that if you're a defender, you're supposed to stay on top of the offensive guy. And I heard I was watching the NFL Network broadcast. and They were talking about that's not illegal. What is illegal is if the guy tries to get up, you have to let him get up. You can't actively hold him to the ground. Oh yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of know what you're talking about now. So that, of course, was a penalty. Got them five yards closer and stopped the clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most important, stop the clock. And that, that was it. Uh, I, I just, I just can't believe this, Travis. Like, like, like I said, this Colts team is an embarrassment. Yeah, I'll have to check out uh, Pat's show later today and report about what he says. And here's the thing. Vikings, 11-3 and this season. They won the North with this win. They did, yep. They are just the third team in league history to win 10 games in a season by eight points or fewer. They're not doing it prettily. No. But good teams find ways to win. We talked about that with the Altamont girls. Mm-hmm, yep. This Vikings team is good. They keep finding ways to win. They just find ways to win. And I, I give credit to the crowd there. The crowd there oh, in Minnesota yeah. was making it very hard for the Colts because they were being very loud. 
Yeah, it didn't look good there in the, the first half. Nope, but, but once once the Vikings started coming into it, on. And, and Travis, I, I just uh, I'm gonna pull up my computer here because I I have it here and I wanted to show it to you. Here's the win probability chart for this wow. game. I mean, I've never seen one look that crazy. Yeah, look at it uh, with the Colts, the blue, and then it yep. just free falls. Free falls. All and, the way and that free fall, purple. <laughs> that free fall, uh, the Colts had at uh, 95% chance to win um, when they turned it over for the final time. Uh, it was a third and seven, and Moss uh, uh, ran it for five yards, so they would have to punt. They had a 95% chance of winning at that point in time. That was with 2.37 left to go in the ballgame, up uh, 36 to 28. And then immediately it went down to 57.8% uh, after a, a field, the, the field goal there uh, mm-hmm. to tie it up. So, uh, yeah, this, this Colts team at one point, Travis, had a 99% chance to win this game. And they, they still lost. Oh, man. Yeah. Fire Jeff Saturday. Get rid of Matt Ryan as your quarterback. Yeah, this is not working. And I'm sure Jonathan Taylor going down didn't help. Mm-hmm. But he went down in the first quarter. He still led 33 to nothing at the half. Yeah. Your defense stopped Minnesota the whole first half. Mm-hmm. And then your defense came out and decided that they didn't know how to play defense anymore. Yeah. That is, to me, the mark of a bad coach. Minnesota made an adjustment at the half. The Colts did not. And it showed. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's that simple. Yep. And I can just imagine Jeff Saturday going into the locker room saying, great job, guys. We got him. Yeah, right. And and that's the worst thing you can do as a coach. Yeah. You still have half a football game left. Mm-hmm. You can't think that way. No. And obviously the Colts did. Yep, and the Colts lost. The Vikings win, clinched the North. So yep. uh, their division champs. A couple other teams clinched their divisions this weekend as well. Uh, sandwiched in the middle between that a Dolphins-Bills game and the Colts game was the Browns getting the win over the Ravens, 13-2-3. And uh, we finally got a little bit of snow there at the very end. And uh, Tua and the Dolphins almost pulled it out and beat the Bills again. But the Bills, uh, they're 11-3. And, and I believe that clinched the East for them as well as they won this one, 32-29. The snow started to come down there in the fourth quarter. It was kind of late in that one that the snow finally started to uh, pick up. And it was, uh, as I mentioned there on my uh, top three, that it was funny seeing the uh, all the linemen and everything getting down on their hands and knees, basically, and trying to wipe away the snow away from the field. Hey, you can't use the towels. And there was no uh, person with a lawnmower or anything in sight. And was that against the Bills even? I don't think so, but that was definitely the Patriots uh, using the uh, snowblower mower there. Uh, but uh, Bills pulled out 39-32, and they're 11-3. They definitely are the number one seed uh, now, uh, or at least they were on a Saturday as uh, the Chiefs won in OT against the Texans, and they also clinched the AFC West, no surprise here, seventh straight for Kansas City AFC West title. Uh, McKinnon's game-winning run in overtime there gave them the win over the Texans, and now they're 11-3, 30-24. But, yeah, the Bills would be the number one because they beat the Chiefs earlier this year. That's right. Uh, the Eagles and the Bears, 25-20 as uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, three touchdowns on the ground there. 
Um, and uh, Eagles get it done. Uh, Justin Fields, 15 carries, 95 yards. Uh, we'll see in a minute how Eric's little prop bet that we uh, had going on uh, worked out for us. Uh, the Saints against the Falcons, 21-2-18. Uh, the Lions beat the Jets, 7-7 seven and seven now is Detroit. And they hold on. It was the Steelers over the Panthers, 24-16. to And uh, Trubisky leading a 21-play drive. Uh, touchdown for the uh, Steelers there in, uh, at one point in the game at least. And, uh, man, Trubisky gets it done against uh, – oh, that's the one that we definitely penciled in at the beginning of the season, right? Trubisky against Sam Darnold. What a matchup. There in Pittsburgh and uh, Carolina. Uh, like uh, Eric mentioned in his top three, uh, the Jaguars uh, get the best of the Cowboys there late in the game. A 40-34, to 34, a second-half comeback for the Jags to win there in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, 318 yards for touchdowns. Uh, let's see here. The Broncos over the uh, Cardinals, 24-15. to uh, 15. It was the Chargers over the Titans, 17-14. And these two games were pretty wild as uh, Joe Burrow and the uh, Bucks, or Joe Burrow beat the Bucks, 34-23 to in a comeback effort there for Joe Burrow as they beat the Tom Brady there. And so, man, Bengals coming back to win. It didn't look good for them, but it was all them in the second half. As uh, only six points scored for the Bucks there in the fourth, uh, but Joe Burrow caps the comeback there with the Bengals and uh, this wild into the game. As I didn't really even get to mention it in my top three, uh, but I did say the ending of the game. This one was the cra one of the craziest endings I think I've ever seen. Uh, the Raiders a score on that. Uh, I don't know what the Patriots were doing, uh, trying to lateral. Uh, the ball there, especially in a tie game late in the game. I could see if it was, they were like down, but they weren't even down. It was tied. But uh, it ended up going into the Raiders' hands, and they ended up going uh, into a score, and that was the game winner, 30-24, to and uh, one of the uh, biggest backfires for uh, the Pats and big win for the Raiders there, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive, clinging to the efforts there. Uh, but Patriots are seven and seven. Uh, the Chargers with that big win, they're eight and six. So uh, that was good for them. Titans, they should have no problem in the South. The Jags, what are the Jags? They're six and eight. So no problems. But uh, yeah, hey, Jags right there. So maybe they're not out of it yet. And the Giants, a uh, goal line stand there, uh, beat the Commanders twenty two with twelve on a Sunday night football to a cap a wild NFL weekend. And we still got one more game of this evening in Green Bay as it's the Rams against the Packers. Mm -hmm. Packers by a seven and a half points. They are favored by uh, tonight over under 39 and a half. So Rams, not great. Rams could go to four and 10. It's not a great matchup, Travis. I'm Ouch. sorry. Oh, no, it's not. I mean, at the beginning of the season, it looked yeah. great. Not so much anymore. Uh, the Packers did make some news. Did you see that? I did not, know. They've released uh, Watkins. Sammy uh, Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Yep. Gone. Gone. Free agent. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Um, that's exactly what they did. Yep. He's gone. All right. So. Because Aaron Rodgers loves his wide receivers. Well, we all know that. We all know that for sure. Yep. 
All right. So uh, I think the only thing uh, left here on the docket that I have is pick them. All right. We've delayed uh, it long enough, I think. We delayed delay the inevitable, huh? Yeah. At least we can make it better with the, the music. Bed. Yeah, we get to hear the music, so that makes it good. All right, let's, let's start recap this thing. with the uh, Bahamas Bowl from Friday. It was UAB minus 11. Travis went with Ohio in the points. I went UAB. UAB won by four. Therefore, Travis wins because yes. they kept it within 11. Yes. Alabama A&N at Illinois. <laughs> Travis said Illinois 99 to 47. I went Illinois one nothing. So I get two points there because I got the score right. Well, I got it under, but so I get two points there. Travis gets a point for picking Illinois. Yeah. Uh, Colts at Vikings. Vikings minus four. We both went with the Vikings. They couldn't cover the four. They uh, won by three. So that's a loss it. for both of us. Eagles at Bears. Eagles minus nine. They won by seven. We both went with the Eagles. We lost there. Dang it. Patriots at Raiders. Raiders minus one. Raiders won the game outright. We both went with the Patriots. Oh, dang. So we took losses there. At least Travis got the under on my silly game of rushing yards for <laughs> <and> quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. 225 seemed a little extreme after doing some research after the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, as we said, unofficial did not count. So for the week, we each got two points, Travis. Two points. That's it. That's it. So for the year, Travis, uh, with the two points add, you are now at 101 points. Ooh, yeah. So you've broken 100. I've broken the 100-point barrier. Do we call it good, or do we keep going? we got a lot more football left. We do. We have a lot of bowl games. we got a lot of bowl games. we got bragging rights we can pick. Yeah. we got we got a lot still to come. I mean, you can concede the race for sure. I'm not conceding it. Oh. Because we never said that it was the first to 100. Right. So, in fact, yeah. we never said when it was ending. So who knows no. when we're going to beat over yeah. with this. Who knows? Um, with my two points, I'm at 96, so I'm only five points behind you still. Mm. Record-wise. No, I, I think we still keep this thing going. Yeah. I don't know when we declare now, it over. If but. you were at 101 and I was like at 75 and there was no way at all of me catching you, oh, that's well, one then, thing. Yeah, definitely. But five oh, points yeah. is, is definitely manageable no. to come back from. Yeah. Um, Especially my track record. Record-wise, though, leads. Travis, you went two and three. I went one and four. Uh, so Travis, you are now eighty-one and forty-three on the year. I am seventy-one and fifty-four. So, uh, or fifty-three. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. seventy-one and fifty-three. So, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. All right. So Travis, you have a 10, 10 game lead there. Very good. Very well. Very good. <laughs> very good. Very, sir. very well. All right. So, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, that's uh, it. We should just uh, call it a show if the uh, computer cooperates with me. I will sing. I will sing the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas song if it doesn't. Just, I was like, I don't even know if this is picking up anything right now. It was almost frozen there oh. for a second. I'll just better stop stop the show so we can uh, save this puppy so we don't have anything lost. Christmas time is here. Uh, no, let's uh, let's find a proper uh, okay proper bed. I was trying to help you out. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, I figured you know 
I'm not technology, so therefore I, you don't need to worry about me freezing. You can't freeze up. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I can later on this week when the weather gets bad. Oh, by the way. Oh, gosh, yeah. Do we want to talk about next week? I mean, yeah, we can talk about it, and we can talk about it. We'll talk uh, about it tomorrow, tomorrow for sure. Yeah, but we'll update the exclusive, peeps. exclusive. If you're listening to this deep into the podcast, you get yes, the exclusive. Appreciate it. Uh, we will not have a show, I think, at all next week. Mm-hmm. At all. Mm-hmm. Between girls uh, and guys, basketball tournaments going on, as well as bowl games on Friday of next week. Um, we may next Friday record a pod. Yeah, I would say definitely no like terrestrial show. No terrestrial we can, show. We'll try our best to get a podcast at some get point. Get something, but I don't right. know with you know our schedules. Our schedules. It may just be Travis, or it may just be me, or who who knows? Um, because we got we got a lot going on next week with all the games. So mm, with all the um, tournaments. Yes, yes. So, but I wanted to be upfront with the the listeners about that. That mm-hmm. uh, and don't forget, at some point, at some point, we got to get you yeah, the top stories. Top of the year. stories of the year. So, we'll figure out when we can squeeze that one in. Yeah. Probably definitely. Friday, if I had to guess. Yeah, we'll have to uh, work we'll it in uh, when uh, we record. When we can. But, yeah, yeah. It's this holiday uh, schedule, holiday tournament time is, is busy, of course, for everybody involved in sports and everyone oh, yeah. involved in those uh, tournaments. But we love it. Oh, yeah, definitely. We wouldn't have it any other way. But I'm excited, Travis. I've never been to the Mattoon tournament. Never been? Yeah, I've never, never been up there either. So, I get to see the... Uh, Check out the Check hospitality it out. room. Check out the hospitality. Hopefully By the way, good. shout out to the people in Brownstown every year. Magnifique. Love it. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Hey, I love it. It is the only reason to go to Brownstown for that <laughs> holiday tournament is you get to get some great food. Yeah. All right. I mean, man, I'm already thinking about Sessor. They have a lot to live up to last year. Oh, do they? Yeah. A couple of days. There was... Something different, and, and I like it. Something different, and it was pretty pretty great. So, uh, hopefully, they come back strong with it this year. So, hopefully, uh, we'll give we'll, we'll give fun. you uh, we'll give you reports of hospitality rooms coming <laughs> yes, up as well. Definitely, and that's the one of the best times. About I should have picked a different outro with this. I don't know why I chose this one, but because you like it, just go with it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of singing, and that's I wasn't okay. prepared to talk over singing, so. All right, we'll get out of here. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow, peace out with this holy night. Good night and good day. Only the world in sin and falling, till he appeared and the soul. Oh, yeah.